This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, this Tuesday at Fort Erie Racetrack, it'll host the $400,000 Prince of Wales Stakes, the second jewel of the Canadian Triple Crown. Now, although... The connections of Queen's Plate winner Safe Conduct have chosen to take a pass in the race. A very competitive field of eight have entered with six of these having started in the Queen's Plate at Woodbine on August 22nd. Ashley Mayhew has been a Fort Erie racetrack analyst and tip sheet author since 2018 and has regularly attended the races at the Border Oval for over two decades and will join us today to break down Tuesday's Prince of Wales Stakes. Is there a sleeper in the field of eight? Well, you better stay tuned and we'll find out more from Ashley. And if you are a harness racing fan, well, Woodbine Mohawk Park is the place you want to be tonight as the Milton Racetrack features not only the $1 million final of the Pepsi North American Cup, but six other stakes events and a jackpot high five carryover of over $300,000 on the 13th and final race of the card. Actually, Woodbine is a special post time at 6.30 p.m. tonight and friend of the show, Robert Reed Jr. is back. Who better to break down tonight's tremendous stakes field standard brick card than the editor of Woodbine Mohawks Park Horse Players Journal. Soon, Robert will join us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, and shed some light on tonight's super harness racing card. And finally, well, he's back. Co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some other North American tracks racing today with our Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. It's going to be a great show, so you better get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go for some heavy-duty action today. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us as we catch up on some recent horse racing news, including a preview of some of the weekend's North American thoroughbred tracks racing today and all the big stakes races. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks, and government and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. 
Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me introduce you my co-host and expert in all things pony, Larry Simpson. Larry, it's good to be back. Good to see you again, my friend. Good to see you. Yeah, I was busy the last few weeks, a little family time, and then we had uh, two, not one, but two daughters to move into different universities in the province, so it kept our family a little busy. But good to be back talking horse racing on this 9-11, the 20th anniversary of 9-11, with commemorations at racetracks all across North America, but some big racing coming up this week in Ontario. Obviously, we've got uh, the million-dollar uh, Pepsi Cup, uh, Pepsi North America Cup tonight at uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park. And then on Tuesday, we have the second leg of the Triple Crown at Fort Erie, the $400,000 Prince of Wales Stakes. So, uh these are big races. Something about that Fort Erie track and the Prince of Wales Stakes, it does produce a lot of drama. It's never dull races, I find. There's always a chance for an upset there because there's something always comes out as a sleeper. And then something we should also point, not just the million dollar, but this is a 13 race car tonight at Mohawk. And there's the uh, jackpot five uh, carryover in the last race, over $300,000. So uh, yeah, for a 20 cent uh, ticket, you can maybe make a lot of moolah. Well, I, and I think this is auguring well for both the standard breads and thoroughbreds. We're still dealing with the pandemic, but I've looked at some of the uh, handles for the last few weeks, and both Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park, Larry, they have to be thrilled. Oh, the handles are out of sight, really. It's just incredible, and uh, people are betting, and, and I think part of the reason is that there's been some good racing action for people to bet on, and also they were pented up for so long because of COVID and that, that... Uh, uh, now they're you know you're allowed to go into the racetrack and and actually watch it watch the races in in person and that so I think that's helped instill some interest as well. Well, it's going to be an exciting week at Fort Erie, the Prince of Wales Stakes, the four hundred thousand dollars Prince of Wales Stakes at the mile and three sixteenths in the dirt. The track is assembled in what looks like a very competitive field of eight horses, six of them having run in the first leg of the Triple Crown, the Queen's Plate, where it's thrilled to be joined by Ashley Mayu, who for three years has been Fort Erie's analyst and tip sheet author. Uh, Ashley, welcome to the show. It's a thrill to have you on. Larry and I are really looking forward to this. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. I always look forward to the Prince of Wales every year. I grew up going to Fort Erie. I don't know how you handicap or anyone handicaps this race with eight horses, uh, six of them from the Queen's Plate, and a lot of them, you could flip a coin on a number of them, actually. They all are legit winners. It's a really tough, competitive field, I feel like, this year. I'm kind of looking at the group. You mentioned a lot of the horses exiting the Queen's Plate. Uh, there's a newcomer in kind of the, the field, the Phillies for Mark Cassie, Curlin's Catch, who she's intriguing based on her dirt experience. Her two career wins have come on the dirt. And there's a local kind of underdog that uh, broke his maiden last time out at Fort Erie on the turf, and they're going to give it a shot. So it's a very interesting race. Is it disappointing, Ashley, that the Queen's Plate winner's safe conduct wasn't uh, entered? I believe it's disappointing. Um, you know, I can't really say what I would do because I don't own the horse, right? But I feel like in recent years, maybe the last 10 or 15 years, a lot of the, the plate winners decide to bypass it. Sometimes it's just surface. Sometimes, you know, horsemen are more selective with the quick turnaround, but uh, they've decided to wait. And I know they kind of have their eye more on the turf with that horse. And, and to me, I, I understand that perspective of it. You say you basically grew up at the Fort Erie track. When did this love of horse racing start for you, Ashley? Oh, I don't think I can go back that far. I don't remember <laughs> all of my early days at the track, but I can remember being about three or four years old, kind of peeking through the paddock, or I'd be on the, the apron of the track at Fort Erie, and there's a, a pony girl by the name of Lori. I'd be feeding one of her horses, Dan Peppermints. I can remember that, but... You know, growing up as a kid, my dad would just take me to Fort Erie. I grew up uh, in Chihuahua, right outside of Buffalo, and the fort's just like a, a skip away. 
we go over uh, across the border just about every weekend in the summer, and we go to the track, and a lot of my memories of the kid are there. And your your job at Fort Erie was a basically a, an analyst and, and a handicapper, but that's led to some other uh, opportunities in the horse racing industry for you now, correct? Yeah, so this is my fourth summer at Fort Erie, so just about three years ago, as you mentioned, is when I just started kind of writing a tip sheet, and they threw me on air one day, and I guess I just stayed on until COVID hit, but it led to a lot of opportunities. After my first summer uh, at Fort Erie, I, I got contacted by a gentleman at Gulfstream Park to see if I had a full-time job, which I did. I had a full-time job out of racing. I worked for a bank headquartered in Buffalo, um, so I did that, and I also did Fort Erie, so kind of double dipping there. And from doing some stuff at Laurel Park and, and Pimlico and Gulfstream, it led to some opportunities in the standard bread world. I was able to go to the Hamiltonian, to the TVG Final Four in the fall, the Breeders' Crown, and various radio gigs across the way. So it's, for me, Fort Erie has always been special because it introduced me to horse racing, but more importantly, just opened so many doors for me. You know, actually, everyone has a science of how they handicap these races. What's your science? I think when I look at this race, I mean, you know, the plate is always an interestingly run race. I and mean, obviously, everyone wants to win it, but it's usually a big field, and going a mile and a quarter and it's a bit of a test so I look at the plate but I also look at how these horses if they trained over the dirt if they raced over it a lot of the times that is a big if because a lot of the times they just train usually on the tapita up at Woodline or sometimes the turf so it's hard to kind of base on that but I also look at kind of the way I think the race flow is going to set up uh, dirt plays differently than tapita and I feel like some horses First time on the dirt, you don't necessarily want to be in the back of the pack early on. A lot of the times, especially at Fort Erie, we'll see that sometimes it does play to speed or horses that can set the pace and kind of make things go to their liking. So I look at all of those things and kind of combine it somehow. Okay, now put your handicapping hat on several days out, but uh, who do you like in the Prince of Wales? My top pick, I can say, kind of looking at this, this field, is that I like Keep Grinding, who finished fifth in the the Queen's Plate, he's only beaten by two lengths, and, and you kind of look at his races since he broke his maiden, uh, his two other races besides the plate this year, I thought they were good performances, I know he's beaten a couple in this group, and vice versa, a couple in here have beaten him in the past, but I like that several of these contenders shipped into Fort Erie just about three or four days ago to get over the track, I think that is huge, so uh, he was one of the horses that had the fastest works at the five furlong di- distance, excuse me, he breathed 59 and two, so I think that's huge, and, and I like his run style, um, you don't typically see him on the lead he's typically pretty close to the pace i think that's kind of the prime position you'd want to be in this mile on a 316th event any um, value picks there maybe some long shots that could cash in do you under catches your eye ashley so i'm really curious to be honest about the philly um, i mentioned she's one of the ones that has that dirt experience when you look at the other fields most of it it's turf and tapita actually when i look at this yeah she's the lone horse in here i'm skimming through it right now so i think having that as an edge is good but also know that her two lifetime wins have come over a fast main track is huge uh, she broke her maiden at Gulfstream Park which is where I'm based out of now and then next time up she stepped up in class took on stakes competition and drew off she did both of those wins very differently one with gate to wire the next time she was able to rate she only had a couple horses beat on so I think she's versatile uh, she's bred for the dirt through and through and she's uh, been training over the dirt to her last two works and they've both been strong they've been over the training track up at Woodbine so I think she's 9-2 to two on the morning line we'll see what she kind of goes off but she's going to offer more value than a couple in here I read somewhere that you have in your lifetime visited uh, oh it was an extraordinary number of racetracks uh, is there a favorite? Oh well I'm biased I think Fort Erie is the one that I kind of grew up going to and I love the walking ring I think it's 
so picturesque in the infield. But when we look at other other tracks, since I know everyone will say I'm biased for picking Bordieri, <laughs> I'm really a big fan of Saratoga. I think Saratoga is just a very different field than a lot of racetracks. You can bring in your, your camping chairs and your cooler and your snacks, and you can kind of camp out outside the, the walking ring, and you can feel, you know, the best horses in the country uh, during that time of year. They, they come to Saratoga, and it's just magical. You can go there for workouts. is what my family and I would do about once a year in the summer. We'd go to the track for a long weekend, but we'd be at the track 6.30, 7 a.m. We'd set up our stuff. They'd kick you out to pay admission, and then we'd spend the whole day at Saratoga. So I have some good memories there, too. But if anyone loves racing and they haven't been there, that's the one I would say add to your list. Ashley, there's a good reason why we wanted you on because of insight like that. Enjoy the race. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll look forward to doing this again down the road. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. A pleasure. When we come back, friend of the show, Robert Reed Jr. joins us again as we talk about the outstanding harness card at Woodbine Mohawk Park tonight with a very special post time at 630 on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at COSAonline.com or call 905-854-2672. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds one vision. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, it's been billed as a September to remember for Woodbine Mohawk Park, and the excitement continues once again tonight as the track hosts seven major stake races highlighted by the $1 million Pepsi North American Cup. And who better to talk about tonight's racing card than Woodbine's Robert Reed Jr., editor of the Horse Players Journal. Robert, welcome back to the show. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. It's always a pleasure to be here. Beyond just the money, what makes this such a big race in the harness community? For me, it goes back to the roots at uh, at Greenwood Raceway. Uh, I stood in the winter circle with Presidential Ball and just a race that... Uh, it's so uh, you know high in prestige and, and, and such an honor and the battle of you know the best in Canada versus the best in the U.S. So it's one that I've always held close to my heart and, and my favorite day uh, in harness racing of the entire year. And you've got seven stakes races, including the North America Cup, and you've got a carryover in the jackpot high five. Uh, 
on the last race tonight. Uh, how big a mutual handle do you think we're looking at today? It's hard for me to really think what the overall handle will be because the, the uh, mandatory payout in the high five is obviously going to uh, really boost those numbers. But, uh, you know, it's got to be north of, you know, $4 million, I would think, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's funny, Robert, because Larry and I were just talking earlier in the show. We've been impressed at the size of the handles over the last few weeks at Woodbine Mohawk and Woodbine itself. It's it's been impressive. You know, we've got a real loyal, um, you know, uh, customer base and, and fan base. And you know, the the other thing is too is we've got a great social community. So anyone that's listening out there that wants to uh, really uh, join a network of great handicappers, even just you know fans at home that that do the handicapping, uh, you know, uh, on the side and just enjoy the sport, uh, jump on Twitter. Twitter and check out the threads because honestly, uh, we, we have such a great fan base and loyal community and there's some great content on Twitter. You had two eliminations for the NA Cup last uh, Saturday. Were there any surprises? I would say the biggest surprise for me was the performance of Desperate Man and I think it, it puts him in the conversation uh, for uh, being a main contender in uh, tonight's race. Speaking with Robert Reed Jr., the editor of the Horse Players Journal, taking a look at the $1 million Pepsi North American Cup tonight. You mentioned Bulldog Hanover. You mentioned Desperate Man, but Perfect Sting is the favorite at 2-1. to one. Is that a, an indication that Perfect Sting is a horse that can be beaten tonight? Well, he's been beaten you know, numerous times this season, right? So Perfect 10 for 10 at 2. Uh, but this year, he's been a bit of a tough luck horse, but in other times, you know, he just either hasn't gotten there or he's gotten picked up late. But I'm going to keep this in Ontario, and I'm going to put Bulldog Hanover on top. I think he's been, uh, you know, put together one of the most incredible seasons I've ever seen, and, and maybe I've got a bias towards our own here in Ontario and in Canada, but he's overcome some very difficult trips, uh, turned in some incredible performances, and what has he done wrong at Mohawk Park? The only real blemishes on his card over the last two seasons came on smaller tracks, so I'm all about Bulldog Hanover, but I'm going to use Desperate Man in behind him. I'm hoping that they can really, uh, you know, throw it a nice one punch for Ontario racing. Okay, how about the other uh, stakes races on the card uh, tonight, Robert? Did anything catch your eye? Uh, well, I can't wait to see Venerable, uh, and, and it's not that she's going to be a price, and I don't want to be like a, a big chalk player or anything, but uh, you know, watching her and her, and her elimination for the uh, Peaceful Way uh, last uh, week, it was breathtaking. She, really, she might be in an impossible spot, and just trotted past her rivals like they were standing still. And I don't think she was, you know, even had a line lifted in her direction by Dave Miller. She's six for six in her career. I think she goes out and dominates once again. And, and I'm a huge fan of Adair Castle. So anyone that follows, you know, me, whether it be uh, a Grand River or in the horse players, you know, knows I love Adair Castle, but Venerable is one that I, I cannot wait uh, to see step on the track again. You know, Robert, I know there's some probably uh, young horse racing fans or maybe just horse racing fans in general think, I'd like to be another Robert Reed Jr. Do you have any advice for them how to get to your level when it comes to picking and looking and analyzing these horses? I always start with watching races. You, know, you, you can't really uh, ever obtain something, you know, with, without watching some, you know, the, the races over and over again. And, and I used to actually be on the list for videotapes at Woodbine. If anyone remembers that, I would go and actually pick up uh, the week's worth of replays on a VHS tape and then go home and I had multiple TVs and multiple VCRs and I'd be watching them simultaneously. Well, technology has really improved since then. So now all you have to do is have an account with HBI Bet and you can watch all these replays and get to them very easily by searching horses' names. So, you know, now my process is so much quicker writing the Horse Players Journal because, you know, the replays and the content is right there, whether it be on, uh, you know, Woodbine's YouTube page or being directly on HBI Bet. So 
I will always say, you know, watching replays and understanding classifications, you know, I, I would say that's a great place to start because I think it is actually overlooked by even the most seasoned handicappers that don't understand classifications and when a horse is actually truly dropping down a class or moving up. No, Robert, I, I think about you and I think about Larry, even though maybe the, both of your rooms stacked with all these VHS tapes of horse races so you could make good picks. <laughs> I'd always get in trouble, uh, you know, by my stepmom because I'd have like, you know, thousands of programs stacked up and, and besides that was a mountain of VHS tapes and, you know, nowadays it's gotten a little bit easier. Still on the handicapping uh, trail, do you put any emphasis on qualifying races? Oh, always. Thursday night, I was uh, fond of a horse named Rock and Zeus in the final race at Mohawk Park. And he came in off a qualifier that looked just okay, but in actuality, you could see he had a lot more pace than what it showed in the program. And he ended up finishing second, uh, but raced well to do so and, and went off at around 4-1. to one. But the, the point is, is that in the qualifiers, there's no money down. So if you look at a qualifying line and you think you're getting a true depiction of the race in the program, you're not. You need to actually watch that qualifier. And, and that was the big edge that I had, you know, in my younger days because I would drive to the qualifiers pretty much every time they were going postward, and I'd be charting this stuff myself and, and what horses actually had more uh, pace or trot than what showed in the program. So I would say always watch qualifiers. And if you want something that I know some guys that I know are going to want to kill me for saying this, uh, if you really want to understand the guys that, that don't, you know, tax a horse too much when the money's not down, watch Sylvan Fillion and watch James McDonald because they are typically keeping horses on nose to helmet and only coming off very late in the mile to make a horse feel very confident going into that actual parimutuel race. Beautiful. Robert, always a pleasure. Enjoy the racing tonight. It's going to be a great card, and we'll look forward to speaking you down the road in the future. It's always always love having you on. Friend of the show. Sounds awesome, guys. I appreciate it. And hey, make sure you tune in tonight to the Somalcast feed because I'll be on with Monique Vag and Randy Waples. Loving it. Okay, talk to you later, Robert. Take care. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park. So make sure that your HBI accounts and your Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to OntarioRacing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market, and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. 
over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. All right, before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and potential betting gems? As Larry gives us his Ponies Picks today, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Anyway, let's start at uh, Woodbine. Uh, race 6 is a maiden optional claimer for three-year-olds and up for a purse of uh, $48,300. Six and a half furlongs on the turf. The number one horse, uh, Kodiak Mambo, raced for the first time in this class a couple of weeks back after racing against Better. Kodiak Mambo, despite a wide trip, finished a very good third, which was also uh, her best race to, to date in six lifetime starts. So a uh, lot to go with. Uh, trained by Mark Cassie. Mark's uh, winning a lot of races at Woodbine right now. So uh, Woodbine race six, number one, Kodiak Mambo. The big one tonight? Woodbine Mohawk Park, there's a race there. A I little think. bit, a yeah, little bit. Race, uh, but, uh, you know, I think uh, Robert Reed Jr. was looking over my shoulder when I was doing my handicapping on this race because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, great minds think alike. <laughs> I guess we must, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, it's race 11 on tonight's uh, great card. It's $1 million Pepsi North America Cup. Uh, the number six horse, Desperate Man, uh, raced terrific in last week's elimination. This guy got away last in, in the race, but put in a high gear to finish second, beating a length to Bulldog uh, Hanover. Desperate Man came his last half in an unheard of 51-3. and three. Uh, I got, That's fast. And, that, that's uh, blistering. That's, I've never seen that before. And uh, final quarter at 25-4. and four. So... Uh, the thing I also like about Desperate Man is he actually defeated Bulldog Hanover, uh, tonight's race favorite, back in July in an Ontario Sires uh, stakes event at Georgian Downs. And with, maybe with some racing luck tonight, Desperate Man can turn the tables on uh, Bulldog Hanover tonight. So uh, Woodby Mohawk Park, race 11, the $1 million North America Cup, number six, Desperate Man. And anything else? Yeah, Kentucky Downs is uh, pretty much where all the top horses are. That uh, uh, Saratoga's over. Delmar finished last week, so there's kind of a hiatus in in racing in in the U.S. right now. But a lot of your main barns have gone to K- uh, Kentucky Downs for a. It's a very short meet. It's annually this uh, this week, and it wraps up this weekend. So uh, they have a highlight uh, race today. It's the $1 million Calumet Turf Cup. And uh, for those who are not familiar with the track, it's actually located in Franklin, Kentucky, which is on the border of uh, Tennessee and Kentucky. Uh, it's a unique racetrack. Uh, only has a turf course. It has uh, it's a European-style course, so there's uphill and downhill. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and, oh. and part of the track, actually, it used to be, it used to be called dueling, dueling Downs, or Dueling Grounds, I should say. And it was called that because part of the track was part, in the, part of the Civil War, and a lot of your battles and that were fought there. So there's a lot of history with this track. Well, but, that's really uh, cool. But it, because of its uniqueness in, in shape and the fact that it's... Uh, uh, has its up and ups and downs, and it's only turf. A lot of horses maybe sometimes don't like that European style. So uh, you have to find a horse that's raced well. Uh, and I think I have. Uh, uh, there's actually 12 horses entered in in this race today, and four also eligibles. But number five, Arklo, uh won this race last year, and in three starts at uh, uh, Kentucky Downs, Arklo has uh, recorded two wins and a second. So he obviously has an affinity for this uh, unique surface. Uh, I think part of it is because Arklow is a closer, and the Kentucky Downs has a gra- gradual turn into the stretch, 
and this will certainly help a horse, you know, get his momentum up and, and close. So uh, our clothes also sent out by Red Hot trainer Brad Cox, ridden by friend of the show, Flo Giroux. Ah, that, Flo. That, that combination is, uh, you know, just uh, uh, viral right now. So uh, uh, Flo is his main go-to guy. So uh, let's go with Kentucky Downs Race 9, number 5, Arclo. And we'd be remiss if we didn't say a special hello to our good friend Mark at the Fanta Horse Racing. Mark Larry has always got you on his mind, so always like that. And make sure you have your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready. Do you have anything else? Just the Meadowlands. Ah, okay. Yeah, just uh, for our, our standard players. I know they're going to be busy betting the North America Cup card, but if you got money left over, Meadowlands Race 3 is a one-mile pace for fillies and mares, a purse of $14,000. The number five horse, Uptown Lady Anne, was given most of August off has had two starts back, including a fast-closing second last week. Back in at the same class, it, it was thir- she was 13-to-1 odds last week. She's got a cozy post-5 tonight for a good trip. Should be able to get the job done. So uh, morning line of 5-to-1. Hopefully we'll get something close to that. So Meadowlands, race 3, number 5, Uptown Lady Ann. I'm, H- d- I'm done. <laughs> HPI Dark Horse. Get them ready for Larry's Ponies Picks the Day. Love it. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. And don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign. Don't horse around with lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies. Stick around with 105.9 The Region all all weekend long. I'll be back here Monday morning. The legend Ann Romer's up next with a feed. Have yourself a good weekend. Bet wisely. Enjoy the races and enjoy the $1 million Pepsi North American Cup tonight at Woodbine Mohawk Park. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.